0: hey what's up everybody welcome to the fusion church prayer event on tuesday night this is by far the most important night of your week it's the most important night of my week uh so tonight's topic pastor angel felt led by god uh to talk about the cross and i think what's so interesting about this is that in christianity guys this is the truth let's just own it let's admit it Sometimes the cross or the topic of the cross becomes white noise. When we first get saved, we're excited about it. And the cross is everything. And then after a thousand messages later, uh, we talk about the cross. And I think sometimes we can even run the risk of taking it for granted. Somehow the cross to us as believers is the very power of God in our lives. But it becomes a topic that we feel like we've exhausted. But, uh, you know, it's a scary moment, I think, for Christians when the cross loses its passion for us, that that we lose the passion for the cross. We lose the excitement about the cross, what it means for us. So, you know, this idea that Pastor Angel came up with for tonight's topic, I believe the Holy Spirit gave it to him. I hope that it revitalizes in every one of you and us, our passion for exactly what the cross means. It is the very power of God. Without that cross, none of us would be here tonight. Without that cross, there'd be no hope for the world. Without that cross, there would be no hope in a future for your life. Without that cross, there'd be no remission of sins. Without that cross, there'd be no hope of salvation, eternal life spent with God. There'd be no reunification with God. There'd be no redemption for sins. There'd be no payment for the penalties of transgressions. Like, OMG, I can go on and on. That cross is everything. And I hope that it becomes everything to us once again tonight. Pastor Angel, why don't you share with us a little bit about this topic tonight, the cross?
1: Yeah, thanks, Pastor Armando. So, you know, I I, I was sharing with the pastors before. Uh, you know, I woke up this morning before I went to work and I have my, you know, my prayer time. Uh, and, and actually, I had a different topic. I'm not going to share what the topic is because we'll, we'll use it next week. I'm not giving it away. You got to come next Tuesday. <laughs> um, and so we, we're not giving it away. mm you're not getting it. So, you know, so I, I was praying and, 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 I, and I felt like uh, the Lord guided me in a different direction this morning because I, I pray about what we pray about on Tuesdays. You know, I'm, I'm always trying to seek the Lord direction and everything that we do, of course, we, everything we do in Fusion is God-led. Um, and I was praying and I just felt that, you know, it, it, it's Holy Week um, and we're celebrating so many things from the, like you said, you know, uh, from the communion to the cross to the resurrection. Uh, and you know, the message of the cross was in my mind as I prayed. I felt like it was just stuck to my mind like a piece of tape. <laughs> and I couldn't get it out of my mind. And I said, you know what? I, I feel like you know we should we should be talking uh, about this this on Tuesday. It's it's the week. Um, but as I as, as I started reflecting and analyzing, you know, as I was talking to Dave and, and Amanda before, is that um, you know my perception of my reflection of the last couple of years maybe. Is that sometimes we get caught up in the tradition of celebrating Holy Week, which is fine, mm. um, uh, and we 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 you know we we have the whole uh, new suit depending on where you go, <laughs> the new haircut, and uh, you know you want to look nice for the Lord on Sunday. Look at David playing with his hair, you know, a nice little haircut, you know. And and I think that sometimes we lose the the, the what it really is about the substance of the day uh, of mm. what we're really celebrating, and. And I started reflecting, you know, have we lost the passion of what the cross really is? What are we really celebrating? Um, what is the cross? What does it mean? What's the message? What did God do? How does that affect us? And, and we, we sometimes we focus on the traditional aspects of it. And tradition is great because, you know, we all have traditions in different areas of our lives and they're, they're important. Um, but when it comes to the cross, I feel like we should focus on what Jesus did, why he did what he did. What's the message? There's power in the cross. There's, there's forgiveness in the cross. There's passion demonstrated by Christ in the cross. There is a profound love. There is a, a promise. There is freedom. There is peace. Um, and I'm about to preach, but I'm going to stop right there. But, um, but, and there's so much there of what God has, you know, and, and, and it's like the essence of, of who I am. It's, it's the message of my life. And we're talking about that. I feel like my life would have no meaning if Christ didn't die on the cross. We would be just be just a person trying to achieve things in this world, but to no avail. But the the cross gives me meaning. It gives me purpose. It gives me relationship with the Creator of the universe. It gives me true love. Uh, It brings me to a relationship. There's so many things uh, that the cross gives. But before I continue going and I start preaching, guys, Armando, Dave, what what does the cross mean to you what when i say hey the cross what jesus did what does it mean to you guys Sh- share with everyone and you you that are in the chat today share with us what is the cross for you talk to us what when i say the cross of christ what he did on the cross what does it mean to you share with us while, while armando and and dave just share their hearts out on this topic what does it mean to you guys Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you know uh, when when you first mentioned this, Pastor Angel, I, I thought of right away. I thought of you know I thought of it from three different perspectives. Number one, the history. You know, the cross is a was an instrument of execution for a guilty criminal, and so it became a symbol in the time of Jesus for uh, a symbol for guilt, a symbol for shame, a symbol for uh, rejection a symbol of, you know, it was a symbol of death. It wasn't, it wasn't a very pretty symbol, you know? And so today, I mean, it's very interesting that we wear crosses as jewelry. That's that's maybe a topic for another a discussion for another time. But, but um, uh, so that's the first thing that I thought of. The second thing I thought of, what is the cross for Jesus? You know, for Jesus, the cross was his relinquishing himself, his desires, his will, For the will of his heavenly father, when he went to, when he was about to go to the cross, there in the garden of Gethsemane, that garden, he prayed, he knew what was coming up. And he said, Father, take this thing away from me. I can't handle it. He was saying, Father, I don't want to do this cross thing. Mm -hmm. And yet he came to the point where he said, you know, Father, not my will, but your will be done. And so he went to the cross. In that cross, he actually was there as a picture of shame, of rejection, of guilt, of sin, of all of these things, punishment, which he, we know, did not deserve because Jesus, as we know him, did not have any sin. He lived a life like we live, but yet without sin. So he was there not for his own sins, not for his own guilt, not for his own shame, but for our sins, for our guilt, and for our shame. And so think about that from the perspective of Jesus. And then as it moves from Jesus, let's think about it from our perspective as an individual. And for me, you know, Jesus said this, if you want to follow me, you must deny yourself, take up your cross, and then follow me. Take up your cross, he said. Not, my, somebody else, not somebody else's cross, take up your cross. And I've wrestled with this passage for many years. I've, I've, I've walked with Jesus for, for many years, and I've come to a realization that my understanding, and you may have a different understanding, that the cross for me is taking on the will and the purposes of God. And sometimes we think if I do the will of God, there's going to be no pain, no suffering, no, 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 no. If we take up the will of God, there's going to be pain. There's going to be rejection. There's going to be times where we're going, to, we're going to want to give up, just like Jesus. And we have to say, Father, not my will, but your will be done. So what does the cross mean to me? It means that I am going to do the will of God for my life, no matter what. Amen.
0: Thank you, Dave. Man, we got some folks writing stuff in this
2: chat about what the cross is to them.
0: Uh, Veronica writes, pure, unconditional love. Joe Marie, my beautiful wife, writes hope. Esther writes, the cross is love. Uh, Julio, welcome. Fusion family, right? He writes that. But uh, we're glad you're home, buddy. Uh, The cross is life, forgiveness, hope, my salvation. I mean, guys, faith, hope, acceptance, Jesus gave it all. Goes on and on. Thank you guys for sharing all that. You know, the cross is the uniqueness of the Christian faith. Every other worldview... depends on man and his efforts, man and his greatest ability to enter Valhalla, whatever their idea of heaven is. But the uniqueness of the Christian faith rallies around a cross with the understanding that man cannot do it on his own. Man can't do it by himself the cross is hope the cross is the good news what is a cross to me it means my past is really behind me what the cross means to me is that i have a hope in a future not set by my good efforts which always fail it's set by the promises of god it's secure it's stable it's firm it's never changing the cross to me means life, that what God has promised, that he would take me out of sin and death because he rose from the dead, man, I'm going to raise too. The cross to me is the very power of God, scripture says, to the world, it's foolishness, it's folly to those that are perishing. But to those of us who are being saved, it is the very power of God. The cross is the power of God in in our lives and in scripture first peter uh, scripture says in first peter 2 verse 24 to 25 he himself bore our sins in his body on a tree that we might die to the sin and live to righteousness by his wounds you have been healed for you were like uh, strange sheep But now you are returned to the shepherd, the overseer of our souls. The cross is what brought us from death to life, from being foreign to God, to adopted child of God. Do you know there's no greater gift than adoption? Every time I think of the cross, I think of adoption. You know, and why is adoption the greatest gift? Because my mom and dad, when they had me, they had no choice. They ended up with who God gave them, no matter how they felt about it. God chose me. got to understand the gift of adoption. When, when, When my parents bore their own child, they had no choice what God gave them. But God went out of his way to choose you and to choose me. That is love. He saw me in my despair. He saw me in my sin. He saw me in my brokenness. He saw me in my less than finer moments. And he still chose me as a son. Guys, this is why you no longer have to feel bad about your past, because if the cross is before you, your past is behind you. Stop looking in the rearview mirror. Take that mirror off your car and break it, like literally break it off. Stop looking backwards, look forward. Your past is no longer your past. Pastor Angel, throw that on the ground, bro. Like it is no longer before you. We hurt ourselves when we live in the past. We hurt ourselves when we look backwards. If you're an adopted son or daughter of Jesus, there is no more looking back. There's looking forward. What does a cross mean to me? Hope, life, joy, contentment, stability. Pastor Angel, you said it great, and I want to hear more about it. You said the cross is life. You said that without the cross, you would have nothing. I want to hear more about that, man. Tell us what that means to you.
1: Uh, it, 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 means, it means that it's everything. My life will be worthless, if you want to put it that way. It is the, it is the greatest gift that I would ever receive uh, in this life. Everything else, you have so many things that have value to it. You can, you can put a value to a pencil, you go to a store, a calculator, a Gatorade box, every, everything has value amount. But when it comes to the cross for me, it's priceless. It's something that what, when I have it, it's everything. It's, you want to hold it. You want to cherish it. You want to love it. You want to you display it. Anything that's valuable to you. Some people display cars and houses and jewelry. I want to display this love that, that Christ demonstrated on, on the cross. That message should be something that should be coming out of our, our mouths as much as possible. It's everything that it is. It, it, it gives me life from darkness to life. You know, I was once blind. Now I can see it. it, It's it's a life that goes that that is eternal. It's forever. It's God's life in me. It's God's breath in me. It's everything that God is. He's saying, "Here, here it is. I'm going to give you something that is undeserving. I'm going to give you something that is worth more than your life itself. I'm going to give you something that's going to make your life valuable. It's something that I don't deserve because of who I am. Like you said, your past your mistakes. But yet God doesn't doesn't see that, and He sees beyond that. Um, and for me, the cross is just it's just a, a message to the world: hope, change, um, peace, forgiveness, relationship. It, it's it's it just it gets you excited that a God so big is giving you something even bigger that you can even imagine. Your brain can't can't comprehend why God? Why would you do this for me? Why would you? give up your son? Why would you suffer? Why would you go through the things that you went through for little old me? Because you love me so much. And I and and, and just trying to wrap my head around that message, it's just amazing. And, and not only is he, is, has he given me life when I looked at the cross and accepted the message of the cross, but he's given me eternal life. Even from now, I believe that I'm just, I'm already living forever in him and there's there's just this hope that it's just an amazing that i i I sometimes i think like we were talking before we got on that so many have not come to the realization or they haven't come to that knowledge of who jesus is and i and 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 to sit and say wow i'm able to see i'm able to perceive i'm able to understand i'm able to receive and feel this love and live it out i just i just find it to be amazing it's just something that bursts within you and it's just exciting that I'm able to know uh, that there's a God that loves me, that sent his son, that died on that cross. And like P- David Peterson was saying, the cross of shame, right? Uh, curses of man that hangs on the tree, I think Galatians says there's yes. the, the cross was, there was so much wrong with the cross, but yet there's so much power in it. So what, what people perceive to be wow, why would he die that way? Why would he suffer that way? Why would he take guilt and shame and look that way? But, yet, but we see beyond that, and we see life, and we see so much that God has given us. So something that the world devalues is so much, is so much more valuable uh, uh, to us, and, and, and it's just amazing when you, when you think yeah, about it.
2: Yeah, you know, Angel, and if you look through, you know, I'm just looking through the chat there, and I'm seeing that so much of our understanding of the cross is very positive you know, it brings me hope. It's my source of life. It's, it's, it's what gives me a reason for living. And all of these, these kinds of things, it, it released me from the pain from, from death and from the effects of, of sin. And I, I couldn't help but just now, I just thought of the verse where it says that God takes that which is evil and turns it for good for those who love him, you know? And mm-hmm. so God took, to, in a sense, Jesus took the cross. It was meant for evil. It was meant to destroy the work that he said people understood how he was gonna do it, bringing the kingdom to, to, to earth. And Jesus re, Jesus took the cross and he made a, a, a negative, uh, something that had negative connotations and he made it positive in the world. And so too, in our lives, the cross has become the source of our forgiveness, it's the source of my acceptance before God. It's the source of the fact that I know that God loved me so much that He gave His only Son. And the word "gave" that's John three sixteen. He gave, meaning He gave Him to the cross so that I might have eternal eternal life. And so the cross becomes what was negative becomes a positive in our lives as we move forward. And one other thing too, you know, we look at the, we understand the cross as a positive. Only because of something else that came two days later after Good Friday, Amen. and that's the resurrection. And so we all, as Christians, we see the cross not just as not just as a singular event, but as something that is fulfilled in the resurrection of Jesus. Amen. Hey man, You
0: know, Julia wrote much earlier that the cross has unbelievable power. We can't even imagine it. Uh, man, I couldn't agree with you more. I think as I am looking at the comments, you guys are ministering to me. I'm hearing uh, both Dave and Angel, and I'm feeling a little convicted, man. May God forgive us for ever just seeing the cross as a symbol. The cross isn't a symbol. It's power. The cross is a promise. The cross is life. The cross is much more than something we wear around our neck, right? The cross is the very power of God. It's the essence of life. It's forgiveness of sins. The cross is a movement. The cross is a covering, right? It's a covering that we wear that reminds me that the past is behind me, the future's ahead of me, that I'm no longer defined by my sins or my life's greatest mistakes, but the blood of Jesus is upon me. And yeah, Pastor Dave, you're right. Like that was all reaffirmed just a couple days later when Jesus rose from the dead. And man, and the power of the resurrection causes us or helps us to view the power of the cross. If Jesus never rose, we wouldn't be talking about a cross today, but it was in his resurrection that he proved to us he was God and that everything he said and did counts, that it's real, that it's a promise that really happened. Why do you today know that your sins are forgiven on that cross because Jesus rose, right? So man, Holy Week, it's not a symbol. It's more than a tradition. Holy Week, man, Pastor Angel, you're right. This, this, is, this is a time of, should be our greatest celebration of the year, something that we should keep ahead of us all year long, even outside of Holy Week, right? Mm-hmm. Tell us a little more about that, you guys. Chat with us a little more how Holy Week can become more of an active part of our lives going forward and not just one week out of the year.
2: Yeah, I think you know God allows us to go through these kinds of holidays, which actually means holy day. Uh, but uh, and, and we think of Holy Week. It's really a time for us to think about ourselves, where we were, where we are today, because of what Jesus has done. We look back upon what Jesus did. We look now around and see what He's doing in our lives. It's an opportunity for us to reflect on Jesus' wonderful grace. His blessing, his love, his acceptance for, of us, the forgiveness of our sins, the cleansing from all of our unrighteousness by his blood that he shed at the cross. Let's remember that. And then let's also look ahead to realize that there's so much more that God wants to do in our lives. So let's use this Holy Week as a time of introspection, not just to mourn our sin. But also to receive his forgiveness and not only to receive his forgiveness, but to look forward with hope and expectation as we move forward. And one other thing, too, just Holy Week, and I'll let Pastor Angel, you know, give, if you would give your thoughts as well. But, you know, I mentioned about the, the jewelry. OK, I, I didn't mean to, if, if anybody felt, uh, you know, felt that I was condemning or anything on, in that regard. You know, if you wear a cross around your neck, I would encourage you or whatever. You know, you have a cross in your pocket, whatever. You know, remember why that's there. And let that be an opportunity for you to reflect upon what Jesus has done for you and what he's doing for you and moving forward in your future.
1: Yeah, I mean, you said so much there, Dave. It's so great. Um, But yeah, I mean, we should live it out every day. I mean, the gospel is an everyday thing. Um, And as we we celebrate um, Holy Week and we have the the self-reflection of, like you said, a forgiveness of our sins and what Jesus did on the cross, um and i know sometimes we mourn which we mourn uh, and we look and we're we're sad because of the suffering that jesus suffered on the cross and it's a human feel, emotion you know we, we don't want our savior to suffer of that but at the same time i think that we, we should celebrate we should celebrate our freedom we should celebrate our victory and not only celebrate it but live in freedom live celebrating what jesus did in our lives and how do we do that we do that by sharing the gospel uh, the joy, the, the, our, our hope. I think we spoke about that a week ago, about our hope. What is our hope? Um, and th- and how, how do we live it out? You know, again, we should always have that in, 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 our, in, our, in our lives, the hope, the word, um, you know, be ready in season, out of season to talk about this gospel, this, po- this powerful gospel, the, the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. The, uh, you know, and, and I think that is something that we have to just live it out. You know, be free. Live our freedom, live, live out love, live out the gospel, live out uh, um, forgiveness, live it out so that people can see in us what Jesus did uh, through us. And they can see that. And, and that's my reflection. Man. Let's celebrate. Let's not lose what, what it really means um, and, and, and share it with the world, man. Don't keep it to yourself. Yeah. There's people that need to hear the gospel. They need to, especially nowadays, they need that hope. And, 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 and it's in us. So rather than wrap it up and just hide in in your home and go, you know, I'm just going to I'm just going to just reflect this week on my own, which is great. You reflect. But there's people out there that are waiting for you to just let it out. Why do I celebrate? This week is awesome. This week is great. I'm going to tell you why it's great, because I have a great savior, a powerful savior, a loving savior. And this is the week that we should celebrate, not just mourn, but celebrate the victory that we had on the cross. Because it's a celebration. We are. We are in victory since the minute that Jesus said, Father, in your hands, I, I, I give uh, my spirit to you. And when he rose, when he rose from the dead and, and finalized it all, it's been victory ever since. We, we, we've been in a party since then. Um, and we should always be living as if Jesus died today and resurrected today with that same passion. We should live uh, every day. I, I know it's difficult sometimes, but we should try our best um, to live out that passion each and every day uh, um, just so people can see. Uh, what the meaning of of this week really is through the church.
0: Yeah, and I think as we start to wrap up this discussion, it sounds like where both of you are going is to application. Uh, And as we think about application, I I think the reality is, man, the, the beauty of Holy Week, is it re-centers us. We lose the passion of the cross and what we're called to do because of how loud the world is around us. We get distracted. Before prayer meeting today, uh, us as pastors took a moment of silence while we were praying. We just started and said, hey, let's just sit right now in the presence of God and let's say nothing. Let's just sit here in a place of peace. And it was a short moment of silence and it's to quiet the world around us. I, I think so many of us get so caught up Uh, with the pressures, with work, with whatever it is that's pulling out us in life. That, that we we lose our center in Christ. But Galatians 2.20 reminds us, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, uh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So this Holy Week, as we go into Good Friday and Easter, guys, this isn't just this week. Allow this to fill your spiritual cup and allow the passion to, of Christ, the passion of what he did for you to flow out of you and to everyone else around you. There are people in our lives dying in sin. There are people in our lives that don't have the salvation knowledge and, and God's plan of salvation through Jesus Christ. They don't know it. They don't understand it. They're far from it. Guys, and we have the answer. May we be a people who pick up our cross and follow Jesus radically, as radical as he was for you, may we even be a little piece of that radicalness for him. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. We have a new message that comes out every week. You can click the link in the description below to follow us on Facebook or Instagram or jump onto our website at fusionchurchny.com for more information. We would like you to be a part of what God is doing at Fusion Church. So please subscribe to our podcast and share it on social media. Make sure you tag us. We want to get to know you and feel free to rate us and leave a review.